0: 5, 4, three, two, one. Welcome to another episode of the Ready, Set, Pwn Podcast, your premier source for everything to do with the Vancouver Titans and the Ground Defiant. I'm Chris at Lightforce, joined virtually by Omni at Omni Strife, not joining the two of us is
1: what was that guy's name again? Oh, there was a guy. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I felt like something or someone is missing, but I can't put my finger on what it is or who it is. Oh well. Yeah, I mean, I you know maybe, uh... maybe. has it,
0: I, I don't think it was just been the two of us all along. Like I I think there was some other guy that used to. Join us from time to time. I I, I I have I, I have a feeling he was a poet
1: or something like that. Mm,
0: a poet. Yes, he was. Yeah, he Marriott. did like poetry. Yeah, um, pro Valorant player.
1: That's right. Yeah. That's why I can't remember because I never mm-hmm. think about Valorant.
0: Well, he's he's currently yeah. going pro, right? I mean, is the Probably. I think he's like top ranked on ladder, not signed <laughs> to any teams. <laughs> Uh, But yeah, no, it's just uh, the Omni and uh, Chris show uh, moving forward. I mean, it's going to be kind of, kind of surreal. We we sort of mentioned, or I mentioned at the end of our last episode that maybe um, we should look at uh, you know filling that third seat at some point. Uh, uh, Adam had actually uh, shared a suggestion. Uh, A few other people sort of chimed up. So I mean, I'm open to ideas. But then the thing is, is, like. I don't know, you know, we're, we've got like some chemistry, like, how do you, how do you plug random into the chemistry, you know?
1: Uh, well, we can always kick him out, right? That's true.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. thanks, <laughs> thanks. Thanks. Thanks for trying out. Uh, we are the premier podcast and you've been cut. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of you've been cut, we're going to get into some craziness that's happened in the past couple of weeks down in the fray. Uh, But before we do, and before we actually get into the payload, we're going to talk about the Titans and the Defiant. um, I'm going to ask for you, our listeners, uh, to do something uh, for us. And that is to, you know, leave us a review. Why? Well, one of the things that reviews allow us to better understand is what it is that we do well, what is it you would like to see more of, less of, and what might we look to improve upon. Also, word of mouth uh, connections uh, are really the most potent connections that could be established. It's one thing for myself or Omni to go out and tell every other, you know, Overwatch League fan that we are the best podcast, bar none. I mean, there's some good competition, but we're at the top. Let me tell you, number one, RSP. Yeah, number two, may, maybe Dark Poutine. Maybe, yeah. They're not even the Overwatch League, but yeah, we're going to give them the number two spot. No, the point being is that the word of mouth, the connection and advertising is by far the strongest. And having you, some of our, our most loyal listeners, you know, sharing that um, and, and really encouraging others to listen in helps us out. Now that Sam's not here, I just remembered the guy's name. I know ah. we're that much better, right? Because the Toronto hater's gone.
1: <laughs> i kind of milded towards uh his hate uh it got weaker and weaker over over time but that was only because his contract required it he's probably gonna go
0: full yeah. like you know hating the six on yeah. on social media maybe
1: now adam will return to
0: the pod Maybe. I think that was it. There was some tension between Adam and Sam. That must have been it. Uh, but where can you leave a review? Well, uh, Apple Podcasts has a review. available. Hank Stitcher might as well. Different pod, you know, cast apps and pod catchers do. Uh, one of the best places that you can go, though, is to Podchaser. Podchaser.com slash Uh, You can not only review the show there, you can review individual episodes. So if we have an episode where we have a guest you really enjoyed, you know, let us know because that tells us, oh, we should get that person back on more, more, more regularly. And if it's something that maybe didn't work out well, again, let us know. The other benefit of going to Podchaser, though, is if you do leave us a review, I guarantee you not only will we read it verbatim in an upcoming episode because that is our standard will also, uh, you know, boost that signal out on social media and Podchaser makes it so much easier I don't care if it's a great review or it's a bad review. It'll get boosted. I mean, what more could you ask for than like nanode uh boostio promoting you on uh on social media? Maybe like a nanode Ryan, but I mean not everyone can be a nano Ryan. Anywho, uh you know what? Let's uh Let's not waste any more of our, our valuable time, or at least that of our listeners, and uh, start moving this payload. Moving the payload! Join me! Kicking the payload off, I thought we'd share some Vancouver Titans news. There is none.
1: We should, like, uh, work towards having, like, drops every time it'll be like Vancouver Titans and make cricket sounds and stuff like that. That could be nice. I could. I mean, that would maybe
0: adjust the production value. Um <laughs> But it's you have,
1: have to like account for just uh, two paychecks. It'll be a bit easier. <laughs> That's true.
0: We can afford to pay for that additional production. <laughs> yeah. um, I actually, I was thinking like over the past couple of weeks, just we're going every, you know, two weeks with episodes. So it's possible quite a lot happens. And the Vancouver Titans tweeted like three times. And I think they had a handful of replies on that like over two weeks i get that there's not a whole lot going on uh, in the overwatch league per se but you would think that as an organization you'd want to continue to try to to drum up support and engage. Um, I'll qualify that by saying that in the Titans discord, uh, you know, Sam does a knockout job engaging with the community uh, and trying to, to foster conversation. I know Katrina and, and Kelly, Dre and, and um, gosh, who am I, Jesse uh, and Eduardo they all you know, as mods really try to, you know, motivate people in Titans chord. Mm-hmm. but it hits, interesting that there's just no content from them uh they had a video they actually had a, a pizza party uh that i guess must have been like a contested uh, activity um where some fans got to hang out with um uh i think it was fried and and rolf uh and in sort of chat over zoom or discord and have pizza which was kind of neat um uh, but yeah that's that's the titans for you
1: well i haven't seen that one and. uh Go ahead there later and check it out. It only the video itself only just came out uh, mm-hmm. in the last couple of days, so. fresh out of the oven, right? Yeah, That's fresh, fresh there. out of the oven. <laughs> yeah,
0: kind of cheesy. Um, <laughs> as far as the defiant though, the defiant we can trust. There is always activity coming out of Toronto. Uh, so let's talk about the the big news that took place uh, shortly after we released our last episode. And that was uh, the Toronto Defiant announcing that Glitch, uh, assistant coach who joined them late last year, was departing the team. And, and he actually uh, shared a TL uh, or a Twitlogger, a TLDR, I was going to say, but a Twitlogger that suggested that uh, there were a variety of issues. Uh, that sort of uh, he was facing and the the need to go to Toronto, visa, uh, what have you. Obviously, the pandemic makes things a little more complicated. And he decided he wanted to sort of reprioritize. Um, and I believe he mentioned that he was thinking of going back into school. So, mm. um, you know, I, we hardly knew the, I mean, let's be honest, he joined real late last year and uh, has now uh, decided to to go elsewhere. Uh, So it's unfortunate, um, but that also then freed up the announcement two days later that uh, Ho Chi Lee was joining the Defiant. Now, Ho Chi Lee actually tweeted that he got an owl contract first thing in January. Mm -hmm. So um, it's interesting sort of the timing that it then took a couple of weeks before we actually saw the official announcement. Uh, For those who are curious, uh, you know, Where is he coming from? Well, previously he was with ground zero gaming. And prior to that paradigm shift, uh, he was a coach with both of those, uh, those teams. I don't know if he was a head coach or not.
1: He was at the start, uh, like an assistant then on, on uh, ground zero gaming, he became head coach after a while.
0: Okay. Um, Well, he is an assistant coach uh, for the Toronto defiance. Yeah.
1: It was actually pretty interesting. Sorry. uh, When I uh, looked at his uh, Wikipedia page, uh, I was expecting. Yeah, I remember we talked about someone uh, with that um, same kind of story, but he's not from Korean contenders. He actually coached in uh, Australian contenders mm-hmm. like, in that region, and I assume he was brought along uh, uh, at the start because they did have a bunch of Koreans on the roster uh, on the first season that he was an assistant coach. But then he became a head coach of a, a team made up entirely of Australians and and one Chinese player. So that's pretty interesting.
0: Yeah. But uh, he'll be uh, joining the fold there in Toronto. And uh, the other sort of news is that hot rumor that some crazy podcast at the top of the Overwatch League podcast (laughs) spectrum tried to float is not happening. No, the Toronto Defiant are not going to Asia. Uh, We know that for certain now. uh, Again, we'll get into it in the fray because there's a whole lot of Overwatch League news. Um, But uh, they are staying on this side of that great big pond called the Pacific Ocean. Who was that podcast floating that rumor again? Ah, oh, Dark Poutine probably again. Dark Dark Poutine. <laughs> I was I was going to throw the Weekly Uprising under the under the bus. But let's, <laughs> oh, let it go, man. Let's, let's give it to Dark Poutine. Um, and then uh, you know other things that are going on in Toronto. Obviously, what they normally do uh, in regards to the content they publish, they have contests. They actually have one right now. They had a new partnership announced uh, with is it's EPOS, uh, their audio equipment, which is, I guess, formerly Sennheiser uh, Gaming. Uh, but they've got like a contest uh, for some earbuds. Uh, from what I can see, they're actually, you know, pretty decent quality. Um, I can't say from experience because I've never used them. Um, but uh, if I ever do, I can at least then report back. Mm-hmm. Um, but, they, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting. That you, there's that There's all this activity in Toronto. It's like it's a constant stream. And then you look at like Vancouver, and it's like constant silence.
1: Yeah, it all—it almost feels like it's someone's uh, job to actually do these things, right? Well, maybe you know. I actually noticed recently uh, the Daily Hive. Uh,
0: for those of you who happen to be in sort of Vancouver, possibly even Canada, Daily Hive started off as a as an online publication called Van City Buzz here in mm. vancouver yeah yeah so, and they're expanded they're they're nationally i believe they actually have a daily hive uh you know edition that's focused in toronto and, and what have you they are the official media sponsor or a media partner for the vancouver titans now I I didn't see any announcement, but the Daily Hive is, you know, publishing (laughs) that that's the case. Uh, It doesn't surprise me. One, they have money, lots more than RSP or anyone else might have that might be interested. Um, But two, they also have an an existing relationship with the Vancouver Canucks and Canucks Sports Entertainment. In fact, Daily Hive uh, has, I think, board space in Rogers Arena when the Canucks play. So
1: maybe that's where all the
0: information is. I checked, they don't have anything, but hey, what do we know? I'm not bitter. Do I sound bitter? I'm not bitter. It's all good. Uh, But as always, if anything does come up between now and next episode, look for us to be the first to get it to you, uh, either with a bonus episode here or on Twitter at Ready, Set, Home. And the other place that uh, you want to make sure you are already a member of it's discord.io slash ready set pong. Uh, let's take ourselves a short break here, Omni, and uh, dive into the fray. Off the fray with some crazy rumors, let's say rumors, not news, rumors uh, that uh, broke shortly after our last episode. Now, as is with podcast lore, Wednesdays are when things break, and the Overwatch League shared news. We're actually going to get to that news in a moment. Why? Because normally at the start of the fray, we talk about sort of any cuts and any additions that might have occurred, and as I've sort of been Calling it, it's the rapid fire cuts because there had been so many. Well, it's not as if anyone has truly been cut yet, but word has it, the Los Angeles Valiant might be making wholesale changes. Now, Halo or Halo of Thoughts, Aaron, uh, who you might know on Twitter, uh, he had taken a a self-imposed sabbatical having got uh, one of his... I I don't know what to call them. Like, I would suggest that they're rumors or someone might suggest they are leaks. I know he's positioning himself as a reporter um, and that's fair play. I mean, all the power to him. He's getting many right, but he also does get some wrong. Well, he, he took this self-imposed sabbatical last year when he got one wrong and he went and like, essentially he made it so that he either one knew he needed to take the time off or two, put himself into a position where he had to, because he said, no, if this doesn't happen, I'm never talking about owl again. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, he's come back and he's actually had uh, a lot of, of information um, come through him that has turned out to be true. So moments after the overwatch league announced their, their essentially changes for 2021, uh, he then shares on Twitter that the uh, Los Angeles Valiant, whose parent company, Immortals Gaming, had been sold to a Chinese owner, some uh, ownership uh, ownership group in China, and as a result, the entire roster, for the most part, was going to be uh, cut and replaced with uh, Chinese talent. This set off a firestorm. <laughs> like, if you were on social media... Oh, it was nuts. You had players who were like, what? You had uh, Overwatch League uh, media and personalities going, what? The Los Angeles Valiant came out and said, contrary to room- and the rumors that have been shared, Immortals Gaming remains and continues to be an owner. Yeah. And then Halo comes out. It's like, no, man, I'm going to double down on this. I- I'm-, I'm full on on this. Um, the following day, he then tripled downed. <laughs> Like uh, he he is committed to the fact that uh, Los Angeles Valiant had been sold. Now, people are then kicking around this 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 conversation. Like, okay, could this have happened? Might this have happened? At this point in time, we don't know. I mean, if the news has broken, it's not prior to us, uh, you know, but, stopping the recording. But there's smoke. All over yeah. the place <laughs> yeah there's there's definitely something going on and why we think that is you look at sort of uh, whether you know it's packing 10 or, or some of the players the the valiant who've you know cryptically commented on social media yeah like no one's come out and said anything contrary who would be you know boots on the ground there outside of yeah. the you know social media account um, the wording of the the tweet from the laV uh, Twitter account had wiggle room so, like, if I own 1% of an organization, yeah, I think I could
1: claim that I am an owner. Yeah, I have, a, I have a lot of uh, ownership in a lot of companies, actually.
0: Oh, yeah, you probably, yeah. you know, if you invest a few bucks here and there, you probably do. There you go. So, the way it was worded allowed for that interpretation. And it wasn't like, you know, I'm trying to, like, wordsmith here. No, it was actually... <laughs> Kind of like it was vague tweet almost.
1: And there was also that hilarious video that came out right after of the social media manager with the Nerf oh, gun.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was paintbrush. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, pretending uh, <laughs> to do this
0: is So, you but, know, there's... Uh, go ahead. Well, yeah,
1: but like the biggest thing... Uh, I'm not sure if it came at the same time, but the one before about the team's placements and about the Valiant playing... Uh, in Asia. And I saw that one before um, Halo's tweets came out and and I, I I looked at it once, twice, and I was, what? Very, very confused.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, so. and you know, that sort of takes us to the news that had come out prior to Halo's tweets, which was the Overwatch League talking about 2021. Mm-hmm. So they shared there were going to be two regions, an East region, Korea, China, and a West region, North America and Europe, EU. The East region was Chengdu, Guangzhou, Hangzhou, New York Excelsior, the Philadelphia Fusion, who we would already heard earlier heard yeah. was making the trip, Shanghai Dragons, Seoul Dynasty, and the Los Angeles <laughs> Valiant. Like, and people are like, what? Like, that's weird. And then uh, the NAEU was Atlanta, Boston, Dallas, Florida, Houston, London, Los Angeles, Gladiators, Paris, uh, San Francisco, Shock, Vancouver, Toronto, and Washington. Now at the time, the other oddity was that they had talked about North America and EU. So that meant that there was going to be ping for teams in both of our two regions. Uh, We'll talk more about what else came out, but let's go back to LAV. So not only is LAV going to, to China, halo comes out and says, yeah, here's what's going on. People are like, well, that makes a whole lot of sense. And, then the conversation changed to like, well, how can the Valiant go and make these changes? It'll cost them a ton of money to buy these players. Up they have to buy the entire contract. Not entirely true. Now, I, I don't know the language of the contracts. I, I'm not privy to them. But what we do know for the 2021 season was that the Overwatch League had introduced a new standard player contract. That essentially had language that provided for a 30-day sort of temporary contract, but also 30-day buyout. So the 30-day temporary meant that if you were on this contract, by the end of the 30 days, you either needed to be offered a full standard player contract, or you were free to go and do whatever the heck you wanted. Um, And then conversely, once you had a standard player contract, the minimum notice or buyout was 30 days. And that could be negotiated. So, if you have strong representation or a strong desire to sort of quote unquote guarantee your deal, you could probably negotiate your pay, what have you. So, it is a player such as Agilities, who just signed with the Los Angeles Valiant, who would be under the 2021 standard player contract and potentially could be bought out with that 30 day period. And then, dependent on the language of those players who remained on the previous contracts, there might be buyout clauses there as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, case in point, the Vancouver Titans, you know, a reckoning that took place um, ultimately required players to be bought out. It sounds like, based on what uh, Fisher had said, they got bought out for pennies to the dollar. Except for Fisher, <laughs> he got outright uh, terminated there are unfortunately maybe yeah there are unfortunately ways for some of these teams if they want to to really uh, you know take it to the players But again there's as you had said smoke there's lots of smoke
1: yeah it's uh quite unfortunate it's all it's all just a matter of how many bags you have i guess and uh from what it sounds like uh it's it's it is a, a done deal i'm 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 all in on this one as well. I think it's there's no way this is not real. It's uh, assuming it is real because we still cannot address it as like something uh, legit and all that. Uh, it's sad to see it happen uh, if it does come through for the fans and and for the players, especially like a players like Adam who got their first shot at, at you know OWL. Mm-hmm. Um, the the one you did mention uh, by name, Agilities, I have a feeling that he if there's a player who is going to uh, you know stay on that roster it might be him because he has that huge following in, in China maybe he stays on on that roster sure i mean
0: i he, yeah. that's actually a good point and i i should concede we don't know anything for any certainty for here sure. um but it's just it is a weird weird situation now in the grand scheme of things a Franchise, you know, changing hands and possibly being relocated is not completely out of the ordinary when it comes to any form of sport, traditional or esports.
1: <laughs> you but, think uh, some fans are going to go the Lightforce way that Overwatch League is dead <laughs> to them? Maybe. Wait, hey,
0: <laughs> we, okay. The Vancouver Titans didn't relocate. They just relocated, well, they relocated their team and then they yeah. relocated their team back without their players. Yeah. And there are there are former fans, some of which who are members of uh RSP Discord, some of which continue to listen to our podcast in our own community.
1: And the Overwatch League is dead to them. So,
0: <laughs> it it is well, at least they have,
1: risky thing. At least they have like another team in that city. At least that. True. Yeah. I just I I don't know.
0: And and ultimately, if you're thinking, well, why would they want to you know give up all those valiant fans? if you're a new owner of a franchise and you're relocating your franchise to an entirely new region, I don't think you're necessarily concerning yourself with the fans that were already there, or you're willing to accept that loss as part of the equation.
1: Oh, yeah. So, Especially just, going to like uh, the Chinese market that normally puts out the biggest numbers of viewership and, and engagement and all oh, that. Gosh, yeah.
0: and, like I think it was a couple weeks ago, um, you know, Adam yeah. tweeted out uh, some of the, the numbers as to what we're seeing in China. So it, there are fans, there's money. Um, there is interest. There's a lot going for the region. Mm -hmm. So before we get into the rest of the owl news, let's talk about an ad because there was an addition and this was a big one. In fact, had not that rumor about LAV happened, this would have probably been the talk, um, well, I would say oh, the entire time because it only just came out in the past week. Jake decided to hang up his headset. He is no longer going to be a caster. No, he is going back to the Houston Outlaws to play-ish. Hmm. That's right. Jake Rat making a return. Uh, he is on the roster as a player, but he did share a, a tweet, longer, tweet longer that uh, broke down that he is a player, but he's there to be more of a coach. Mm-hmm. And people are like, why would they give him a roster spot? Why wouldn't they go and just make him a coach? A variety of reasons. One, your coach can't put themselves into action if need be. So, I mean, there's sort of the depth issue there. Um, it could be as well a matter of, the dynamic of a budget, uh, the dynamic of, a, you know, we want you to come back. We want you to be involved. Um, here's what we're willing to do. Like there could have been negotiation there, but I, I would equate him to those who followed the Vancouver Titans in their first season to be Hoereg. Hmm. Right. Hoereg yeah. Was arguably a, an extra coach when he was here in Vancouver, he was depth, but he was really a coach. And I don't think it is a surprise to anyone that he then became a coach. For what, what what team was Hooray uh,
1: coaching again? Ah, uh, I forgot. Was it? Um, oh, it was Houston, right? With yeah. uh, he went with Harsha. Yeah. So
0: again, I mean, Jake going into this sort of player slash coach role. First of all, smart kid, very bright, very articulate. Um, he's got experience. I think this bodes well. And I I believe we may see more of these types of transitions as the league continues to mature where, where some of the more established or long and tooth players find themselves transitioning like cool, Matt. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. I mean, it's not as if this is something that hasn't happened. That's
1: right. Yeah. I think it's very cool and, uh, and definitely a very articulate, uh, uh, commentator as well i'm gonna miss him on the talent team um houston you said that are depth uh, uh maybe depth situation there uh but they're not strangers to like D- dps redundancy uh but if we're looking just at their dps lineup they have happy on hitscan and then they have dante ksf hydration and jake but i'm sure that he's gonna play because like in other sports, like we've seen this before, sometimes you have the player-coach uh, type of uh, type of thing. He can still play, especially if uh, if there's a point where you want to play that Junkrat. I'm sure uh, he's still going to, you know, terrorize uh, some of the teams. I'm, I'm following his streams. He's, very, he's one of the best streamers, I think, uh, we have in, in Overwatch as, like, an educational stream where he actually, like, teaches you a little bit about the game, so... I think he can still uh, have some good uh, games left in him for sure.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you know, the the fact that you mentioned his streams are educational, they're engaging. Um, it's good that he remains involved in the league. It's right. going to be a shame we don't see him sort of in the casting booth, but then it'll be cool if we see him in action or or get involved. If there yeah. is one thing I might miss is if Jake is the Hoorig of the outlaws and we don't see him at all.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean you're right like uh we do have a lot of great talent coming in and out of the Overwatch League. We're not ever short on on you know the, the crazy mechanics and the plays, but we are short on people who can actually, you know, talk on on TV with the press or, or go to, to like appear on Conan and stuff like that, people who can uh, sort of be the faces of of the franchise and and these are far and uh, too far to be in between and uh Jake is a good example of that. So
0: the Overwatch League news, which frankly should have been the fray if we had had this episode uh, a week ago and that rumor about the Valiant didn't take place, uh, was that as we had said, there are going to be two regions that's very similar to what we had seen uh, happen last year with the pandemic. In each of these regions, the West region, which is NAEU and East region, which is Korea, China, uh, they have a a essentially sort of play-in to four tournaments. So there is what would be called tournament seeding. So a number of matches that you play to seed yourself into a tournament, of which we said there are four. And then the actual tournament is going to be international. So the teams from both regions will then meet up and play each other. Now, how will they go and accomplish this? Well, first and foremost... uh, uh, John Spector had shared that they were going to go and be using the the minimum latency feature that was introduced to help with competitive integrity. Um, so that's one avenue that they're taking. But then there is some thought that they will look into the possibility of sending teams from the West division, so the naE region to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And the reason is that by getting to Hawaii allows them for an improved connection between, obviously the islands of Hawaii in the middle of the Pacific ocean and the Asian region. And that again is an effort to improve latency. Now it's, it's not something that is written in stone. I mean, there are logistical challenges to face, obviously in regards to uh, visas uh, teams actually getting into Hawaii with the pandemic uh, right now for anyone to go to Hawaii. It doesn't matter if you're international yeah, or you're Well, I mean, we could technically, <laughs> there is a way for us to go to Hawaii. We have to essentially get a, a test from an approved testing um, provider within 72 hours of our flight. Uh, and then we can arrive um, when we come home to Canada, two weeks quarantine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, there's all of these different factors. So, it'll be interesting to see if that were to take place. Now the season itself is going to kick off in April. And we had already you know, talked about this on, on the show because they had mentioned it in the spring, it will run through to September uh, at which point the playoffs will begin. And again, with these four tournaments, you'll have tournament seeding tournament by tournament, seeding tournament by tournament, seeding tournament by tournament, seeding tournament, and then a longer buy before an actual playoff experience. And then grand finals. Now, the experience will probably evolve over the course of the season. Again, possibility of maybe having people attend an event exists further into the year, depending on obviously vaccination and and how the pandemic goes. Um, But in the interim, they're looking at amping up their digital fan experience and provided absolutely no specifics.
1: I think that's pretty clear though, what they mean. Um, At least in terms of the stream, maybe that, or maybe it's not, uh, obvious, but uh, we did see that Call of Duty League—they mm-hmm. they finally integrated drops directly into their YouTube stream. So it definitely seems like we're gonna get that in uh, OWL uh, instead of having to, you know, minimize <laughs> the tabs uh, yeah. from their website. And and that I was actually gonna point out is that we know a Call of Duty
0: League, as you mentioned, they they've spun up, um, they've introduced through the YouTube experience drops in game experiences and and. I would imagine what right. we're seeing with Call of Duty League is what we'll probably see in the Overwatch League. Uh, in fact, you know, think of CDL as maybe the guinea pig that's testing sure. things out and Al gets the, the benefit of making the magic happen.
1: And not only that, like, I was moaning and complaining all the time about when we did transition from Twitch to YouTube about the poor quality. It, it looks it looks so blurry and, and not as good as and crisp uh, as Twitch was at the time. But if you, if I, I'm not watching Call of Duty League, but judging from the gauntlet and the recent contender streams, they are so much better now. They're all streamed at like 1440p and 60 um, FPS and very, very crisp. So that's good.
0: Other tidbits around the league. Uh, um, Mr. X has been promoted. He is now the senior manager of product and content at Activision. Blizzard. Um, he's actually working not only in the Overwatch League, but in Call of Duty League as well, but will remain on the broadcast team. Uh, so a little more involved. The uh, other component though, to consider is that with Jake leaving the casting booth, there is the possibility we'll see some adjustments there. And if I can, cause I know, I know, you know, John Specter, I know Jeff Kaplan, they all listen to Ready, Set, Pong. Cause again, we're, we're the, the premier Overwatch League podcast that is out oh, there—a yeah. good podcast. We're number one. They, we know they listen. Yeah. To we're actually more popular than Platt Chat.
1: Yeah, look for uh, Toronto Defined or Vancouver Titans podcast, and we're number one for sure. Yeah. Uh, well, I if I, I I can
0: nominate two people, and and it's two people. <laughs> I want to see them both. Leg Day Lemon Kiwi.
1: Yeah, like that's exactly the names I had in mind too.
0: Yeah, they. In fact, it is. It is almost. An absurdity that those two aren't in L yet. So make it happen. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Otherwise, otherwise RSP might get angry. And we all know, we all know what happens when RSP gets angry. 25 tweets later. (laughs) Um, Last but not least. And it's unfortunate that, that, uh, that guy, um, what was, what's that guy's name that used to be with us again?
1: Another poet, something.
0: Um, yeah, yeah, the poet guy, um,
1: Uncle Sam. Uncle,
0: um, yeah, Uncle Sam. That was totally <laughs> it. He's, he's he's actually he's pictures on 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 U.S. cash. Um, <laughs> so Robert Haynes of uh, the game house, he actually uh, posted an article today. Um, uh, as to uh, Overwatch 2's release date and information that uh, he and the the Game House have received. And uh, functionally speaking, it sounds like Overwatch 2 will not be released until at the earliest Q4 of 2021 holiday season or potentially early 2022. Now, this sort of lines up again with the belief of, uh, you know, Overwatch soon or Blizzard soon, not actually being Uh, soon. I might have been more optimistic. And then, you know, thinking it through with my tinfoil hat and all the lines of string that I have on my wall here that it might have been happening last year or at BlizzCon Line.
1: Yeah, I'm going to do my uh, Darth Vader uh, impersonation.
0: No. Um,
1: I'm really upset.
0: But like the, the thought was, and again, he even mentions in his article that with Blizz, line being moved to February, might this be the showcase announcement? This game is going to be coming. It's probably, we're going to see more at line. I can't imagine that we wouldn't. Uh, but again, the likely release date is well into 2021, possibly into 2022. And that means the Overwatch League will likely not be played um, on Overwatch 2 at any point during the season. I mean, obviously anything is possible. Um, and that sort of then begs the question, well, why is the league, you know, taking all this extra time in, before they're, they're actually starting the season? Um, and he goes on to sort of suggest it had more to do with the logistics of the season, uh, players themselves getting visas, uh, getting settled, the pandemic obviously, you know, slowing things down. But then also with um, adjustments happening within the, the structure of the league and the schedule, it allowed them additional time to lock things in, which in fairness... Makes a
1: lot of sense. Yeah. And some teams that may or may not relocate to other regions and stuff like that.
0: <laughs> but if you want to check that article out, it's on uh, the Game House, the Game House, and that's H A U S dot com. Uh, Robert Haynes was the one who posted it, and uh, it was uh, updated as of today, which uh, for you listening in the future will be yesterday or days earlier. So here we are at the end of. Uh, our second episode of 2021, the first where it's just the two of us and we made it through. Uh, it's shorter than most, and again, it's something we kind of predicted would happen. Um, but uh, I'm curious, and maybe I'll throw this question to you, Omni. Um, Should we maybe create additional episodes at some point where we don't talk about the Overwatch League?
1: Uh, yes, only if the topic of the podcast will be basketball. Oh yeah. That. um, (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that might be happening. That might be happening. (laughs) Uh, Look forward to the announcement of when ready, set ball will uh, be released and I'm going to love it. Love it so much. Uh, but no, I was also thinking that we might, you know, I, I've, I've kicked around this idea on, on episodes that we do have some fun, um, get into other topics. And I think we might do that. Um, the episodes themselves will be short form. They'll come out through this feed as as bonus episodes uh, leading up until uh, sort of the start of the season. And then we may transition that to, into a, another form. But, I, I, you know, stay tuned. Uh, lots in the the hopper uh, to make that uh, magic happen. Power Kings 2. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, by science because that's the only way we do it. That's right. You know, we should actually go back and look at our power rankings from last year and see how <laughs> yeah. how so off the mark we were. First and foremost, the fact that the league up split into two. Um, yeah. The reckoning that took place in Vancouver, and that's right. All the craziness uh, that uh, subsequently happened. Uh, so we have that coming up. Uh, we're also going to look at, uh, possibly getting some guests on. I know there were a few of you in RSP cord that suggested we reach out to, to hello thoughts, Aaron. Uh, he actually mentioned on Twitter, he wanted to, to possibly guest on a podcast. So, Hey, you know what RSP, we are the top of the table. Obviously we should reach out to him. Uh, Robert Haynes was another one that I had been in touch with and look uh, to see if he can join us in the future. We also need to return to that segment we call The Meta, where we reach out to you as a fan of either the Vancouver Titans or the Toronto Defiant, learn more about uh, what it is that uh, you like most about the team you support, why you support them, why you love the game that you do, and again, showcase you on our show. And then, last but not least, possibly consider that third seat, Maybe, maybe we have a rotational basis where if someone different join us, or as you had said, let's call the guest, have, have someone join us. And if we don't <laughs> like you, you don't come back. Yeah. But no, if you, if there is someone that you think that you would love to, to hear, you know, in a third seat on a regular basis, let us know if that's you, let us know. I mean, again, I think for the foreseeable future, I guess it's going to be Omni and I let's be real like omni's the talent and i'm just the voice we we don't want to sort of add any you know trouble to that dynamic i don't like people competing for my voice time (laughs) omni does not like people taking away his talent
1: wait but you saying like you're the voice isn't that like the most important talent to have on a podcast and that means that i have nothing really well no Maybe? No, I, I kind of think that's what you're saying here. Well, fine. There might be two spots available, actually, now that I think about it. Yeah, it called me out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what's what's your podcast that's going to compete against me and be released at high noon on Wednesday be called?
1: Uh, ready, set, bowl, of course.
0: <laughs> Nonstop wrecking ball. Yeah, Covering every single team's main tank who plays ball. So it's just going to be a Chengdu Hunters, stand.
1: Oh, no. I, like in the previous years probably right now yeah. we're gonna get a lot of ball
0: well actually and there was the uh the vods uh vodcos that were leaked the scrim between was mm-hmm. it XL and uh, san francisco and i think it was was it
1: ball diva yeah i was uh, really shocked by the diva i thought it's gonna be zarya but that's actually ball diva yeah
0: ball Diva. so i mean yeah maybe ready set ball be Completely, uh, the best Overwatch League uh, <laughs> podcast out there, knocking us off the uh, the top because uh, everyone plays wrecking ball because he's meta. Yeah. Oh man. So here we are, wrapping up our our
1: episode. Uh, what final words of wisdom do you have for all our listeners? There, Ani. The universe has no obligation to make sense to you. Are you are you are you ripping off Zen? No, that's actually Sigma's voice line.
0: Well, that's Sigma? Okay. I was thinking it sounded very Zen <laughs> like. I think
1: it's like originally from uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, but I'm not sure. Oh,
0: okay. Well, yeah, no, and that would
1: make sense. But in, the, in the game, uh, Sigma says that.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've, I've just gone and hotkeyed uh, on Winston. Um, <laughs> was it Mountain Gorillas Need to Wear? But I'm a mo- like the I can't remember how the voice line is, but. Yeah, Winston has some of the most, like, cringiest uh, lines. But but this particular line is long enough that I can spam it (laughs) and I don't get timed out. If I let it complete, it's got enough time in between so that it's not like I'm getting spammed. So the whole game, I was playing, actually, before we started, playing a little Mystery Heroes. I get Winston, it's like, mountain gorillas need to wear, or come from a cold climate, need to wear a jacket. But I am a moon gorilla, and therefore, and I'm like doing it non-stop. Yeah, you
1: can actually carry it over non-stop.
0: Right, Uh, non-stop. You see someone eventually uh, in chat like, oh my God, what's going on? Why is Winston talking non-stop? Why is it not time? Do you have two Winstons? Not just me. Mountain Uh, gorillas are going to do a cold climate.
1: You should like do that with a uh, with an echo, and she also has to have that. Uh, wait, can you voice line as other characters as echo? I don't think so.
0: No, because it would like. I mean, maybe I, I've never tried it. I've never tried it either. You know, if you could, because like, how would that function, right? Like, if if I were to go voice line as echo in an alt of Winston, yeah. it would. Ha- the only way I could see that functioning um within game would be pulling from your voice lines yeah that's kind of weird reset right but then that seems quite complicated that's you know i mean granted thinking that and- is true there i mean at one point when you were playing mystery heroes and you had new sim you could have like six walls go up and then the game would crash
1: and that's why we're like the most in-depth and professional uh, overwatch podcast out there yeah. We're asking the real questions. The
0: real questions. these are these are the realest
1: of real <laughs> questions. You double spam Winston's longest uh voice line with Echo.
0: Oh man. I just you know what? I just want to go as as echo as Doomfist going, and they say, and they say and they say. <laughs> Anyhow. Yeah. I've lost it. Uh words of wisdom from me, because that's that wasn't it. Uh stay safe. Continue to, you know, keep yourself uh uh, in your family, in in in, in a good space. Uh, I know I, myself, I, I'll be can't candid here, um, I'm going through a tough time um, with the pandemic, with life, There and here, you know, in our region, we're sort of told we need to do more, we need to, to lock down even more. I don't know physically how much more lockdown I can get, but I'm willing to make that sacrifice if it means that we're that much closer, uh, but it does take that mental toll. So please, if you are in a position like I am, um, reach out to your friends, reach out to your family, talk to someone. Um, again, very important to uh, to stay safe, stay healthy. And it's more than just your physical safety and your physical health. It's also your, your mental safety, mental health. So please, 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 if you are in the same spot I am, talk to someone. So, on behalf of myself, Chris at Lightforce, Omni at Omni Strife, us here at Ready Set Pwn, the best Overwatch League podcast covering the best two teams, the Vancouver Titans and the Toronto Defiant, you can find us online at readysetpone.com or Twitter.com slash Discord, discord.io slash ReadySetPwn, Facebook.com slash and Instagram.com slash readysetpone. We've got a YouTube channel as well that we don't use and a Twitch channel we haven't streamed to in a while, but hey, that's something we plan on doing more for 2021. So having said all that, catchphrase.